brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute Radio. Hello, and thank you for downloading what is Podcast 101. Yes, the 101st edition of the daily podcast that accompanies the Breakfast Show. Uh, to all of you who have been here since the beginning or come along for the journey, you've enjoyed it and given us a little rating and subscribed. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, so, Matt, I would like to dedicate the bonus material for the podcast today uh, to you taking part in something called Brownie Bingo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, pray tell. Bess, my eldest daughter, is in Brownies. Right. Um, at the local village hall. They is that ha- still a fine institution to be involved in? Yeah, it seems quite good. It seems less religious now, which, mm. uh, you know, in my mind, is probably a good thing. Okay. Still quite royalist. Okay. And if they could get rid of that, I'd be far, I'd be more on board. In what way is it royally? You still in the in the promise, you still have to pledge your allegiance to the Queen, and that seems very outdated. Okay. But anyway, but all faiths are welcome, which is a great step forward okay. for the organisation. Anyway, so that's the anyway, state of the, the brownies in the UK as we speak. Brownies. Which is good to know. They have a they have a bingo night, so we all. Oh, so they're cool with gambling then. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but you don't spend any money, so we, I went to a bingo night. At oh, brownies. Kayla, the fun's stopping. <laughs> well, stop. stop yeah, <laughs> bingoaware.org is the place to go if you're having problems. If you're a brownie, <laughs> if you're a brownie <laughs> with a gambling with addiction, with a gambling habit, which really shouldn't. Be. No, oh, it was mainly for sweets and uh, and books and stuff. Okay. And Be- Bess was losing. She was getting fresh frustrated because none of she wasn't getting lines. Oh. She wasn't getting full houses. And I showed her. I, I, I showed. Not a system. To... No, no. I, I was messing around with Maggie, going picking up the bingo card and putting it between my hands and praying to God, going, "Please make this come in. Make this win the bingo." Thing. Okay. And she did that first. She did it with some raffle tickets. Right. Her number came up. She won a book. Then she did it with her bingo. card card and she got a house she won the bingo okay by praying so in a way i'm actually coming back (laughs) this is proof that god does exist so it was quite a revelatory night this has been this has been full of revelations when you get home when you get home tonight she's going please a 315 at chepstone please (laughs) you know you're a terrible father right enjoy the podcast Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. Welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Alongside me, as always, whether he likes it or not, Matt Dyson. Yes. Hello there. You being here is in your contract, but more importantly, it's in my contract. So you're stuck. Oh, right. So stop trying to wrestle yourself away to get a job in sales. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not. I'm here. I'm your hype man. I'm here to hype you up. (laughs) (laughs) Go on, Dave. You can do this. No one does a better job. Emma Jones is here. Hello. Glenn Moore's here. Hello. It's lovely having you on board. Uh, So uh, in about an hour's time, we're going to be catching up uh, with Bush uh, of Bush and Ritchie fame, Mm. who are on their chip shop tour of the UK. They were in Edinburgh yesterday. Uh, So we're looking forward to seeing how it all went and whether Bush actually understood understands Rich's chip index yeah. and the scoring system that Whether has been, it's been reworked. Hopefully they've reworked it. It was a mess. Um, of course, the other thing with Scotland is it's the only country in the world where Iron Brew outsells that red and white one. Uh, or right, red and yeah. black. Coca-Cola, let's just yeah. call it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to. Yeah. Um, so Iron Brew outsells Coca-Cola. And I was in uh, Sicily with Sarah Jane. We had yeah. a little holiday there. It's a beautiful part of the world. We're in uh, Catania. And um, we were going up Mount Etna. 
Yeah. And apparently, for many Coca-Cola distilleries around the world, they don't actually send the bottles or cans of Coca-Cola, they send the syrup. And then the different factories in different parts of the world use the water. Mm -hmm. And so um, because of the um, volcanic ash content of Mount Etna, Coca-Cola in Sicily, in that part of Sicily particularly, tastes different to anywhere else in the world. It's not a uniformed taste across the globe. So when you say it tastes different in different countries, it actually is a different mix? Yes, because the water, because obviously there's different acidic content and stuff in the water. Mm. So it means that, you know, your Coca-Cola, what you really love about the taste of Coca-Cola as a kid or whatever, if you did, then a little kid in Brazil or whatever has a different take on it. Wow. And was it nice, this uh, volcanic Coca-Cola? Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Paper plates are the jogging bottoms of dishes. I suppose they are, aren't they? Paper plates are the jogging bottoms of dishes. I don't like heating off a paper plate. You wouldn't want to have a gravy-based meal on a paper plate, that would be... Oh, I did that over Christmas, oh, and you? it was oh. the riskiest thing I've ever done. I was eating <laughs> in someone's living room, and there was carpet as well. It was oh, like a no. full-roast dinner on a paper plate, oh. and you makes you feel alive. Yeah. <laughs> it does, yeah. Well, you sat down? Yeah. But was there, a, there was a table underneath the plate? No. Oh. No, 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 it's in, like, eating on my knees, and I, I oh, really... Wow. I piled the plate too high for getting it was paper, and oh, it was no. just... Yeah, so it was it was risky, but it was it was. Exhilarating. Well, this yeah. is I associate eating off paper plates with either standing with said plate in one hand or sitting with it on my knees. Yeah. I don't yeah. mentally associate it with any kind of solid surface mm. that's going to give yeah. me the kind right. of support network I need to see this through. Of course. Would you not wolf it down really quickly? for fear of it breaking. Um, but what I tried to do was fold it up amongst itself. Make a taco. And make a, make a, a taco that you can't you eat. Like a funnel. And you just sort of drink the gravy first oh. and then you deal with the mash and wow. the like afterwards, yeah. yeah nice. And the ambassador never invited Glenn over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, what was your first thought this morning? Oh, well, I uh, want to clear something up, actually. I went... Uh, We've got a whole clarification went section shopping on for some, No, yeah, I'll, I'll get out of it I, them, I created probably. a whole feature for this. <laughs> <laughs> just before then, if you'll if you'll stick with me, uh, I went to raisin shopping the other day. I went to buy some raisins. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to like the change room for trying on? No, I specifically went to my local shop. Went to my local shop. They're just, a bit crinkly, aren't they? Just to buy some raisins because I like raisins. The kids like raisins. And I thought we're not eating enough raisins. We all scream for raisins. We should all have more yeah. raisins in our life. And I went there and I was greeted with the three different options, and it never really occurred to me. There are raisins, currants, and sultanas. I knew you were going to say that. They're different. All very similar, (laughs) virtually exactly the same. What's the difference between them? I think one of them is based on red and green grapes that they are. Dried grapes, obviously, aren't they? That's what they are. But there's three, and I'm not sure what makes them different from each other. Currants are tiny. So that's what it is. It's just size. Yeah. And sultanas are normally fatter and juicier than raisins. They all look the same. When you see them on the shelf, Mm. they all look exactly the same. What did you go for in the end? Uh, Raisins. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I went in. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. I just wonder if anyone out there knows the answer to that. 8 to 12, 15. What is the difference between raisins and currants and all those... Sultanas. Sultanas, that other option. There's three. Very specifically three. And they all look exactly the same. We will, of course. I know what you're all thinking. We're going to slow this down for a drunk podcast. (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Good morning. So one dear listener mused that paper plates are the jogging bottoms of the plate world. Craig in Cambridge says, I disagree with the paper plate comparison. 
Paper plates are used for what they are designed for, whereas jogging bottoms are typically reserved for the opposite of their name. For example, they are often used for hungover Sundays or as soon as I get home from work. Yeah, from point. Craig. Good there we go. Point, yeah. And now we move on to raisins versus sultanas versus currants. Oh, have we got an answer? A raisin and a sultana are produced from the same grape, the Thompson Seedless. Ooh. The only difference in the way they are dried... Oh, is in the way they are dried. A raisin is dried naturally, but the sultana is dipped in vegetable oil and acid and then oh, dried. What? Who knew? Who Currants wants a sultana? are the dried berries of the small, sweet, seedless grape black Corinth. Wow. They are normally grown in Zante, Greece, oh. hence why they are called Zante currants in the US of A. Well, I never. That's a very thorough answer to my question. Brilliant. Producer Mark didn't even know that uh, sultanas, raisins or currants came from grapes. Wait, hang on he just second. thought that fruit grew naturally. Like what? These little dry shriveled, <laughs> these little dry shriveled <laughs> fruits. Getting the list of stuff that producer Mark doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show and Absolute Radio, home of the Wikipedia game. Can the team, and of course you guys out there playing along at home or wherever you may be, work out which celebrities Wikipedia I've selected a random sentence from? And we begin today with music. Okay. In paragraph 14, sentence four of her Wikipedia page, it reads, In 2006, she lent her name to PlayStation to promote the new PSP. A special pink edition was to be released. Emma. Emma. Is it pink? It is pink. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> yes. Very good. <clears throat> now we move on to the category of sport. In paragraph 82, sentence six of his Wikipedia, it reads, Born in a zoo in Sansk, Russia, in late 2015, a pet cougar who became popular on social media was named after the player. Oh, um... Um... In uh, Saransk, Russia. Like, probably. That's gonna what, what year was it again? The Cougar was born in 2015. Oh, it became uh, popular Lionel on Me- social media. Lionel Messi. You need to use your name as a buzzer. Dyson. No, yeah, that is his name. Messi. <laughs> <laughs> How many more times you're not Lionel Messi? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just as good as him, Dave. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Oh, there you go. Well yeah, done. It's the most obvious choice. That really, means isn't it? we find ourselves in a very strange position where Glenn isn't winning at something. <laughs> yes, fine. I just, you know, I just want to take a day off. <laughs> I am. Everyone needs to raging rest. right now. <laughs> I know you are. Well, we've got one more to go. Okay, it's coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. So, you join us in a strange situation where Glenn isn't winning one of the quizzes. Don't worry, Glenn, there's another one on the way about movies. That makes me even more nervous. Okay. So, uh, Emma now the first one in the Wikipedia game uh, with pink. Very good. The answer was in the question, but yeah. Matt Dyson got slightly confused and thought he was Lino Messi. <laughs> um, that's all right, Lino Messi, that's what I call Lino, it. Lino, yeah. Mm. Um, but you got it right, which yes. means if uh, Emma or Matt, you steal this one, you've won. And Glenn, you're doing this for pride yes. to make it a three-way tie. Okay, so this is from someone's Wikipedia entry from the world of film. Okay, but it's a tricksy one. 
In paragraph 34, sentence one, her Wikipedia reads, in May 2008, she released her debut album, Anywhere I Lay My Head, which featured David Bowie and members of the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Oh. Playing along at home, guys. Oh. Glenn. Zoe Deschanel? No. Damn it. You're frozen out. Should we hear a little clip and see if that can... Oh, uh, no. See if that can determine <laughs> yeah. a winner between yes. Emma and... and does that defrost yeah, me? Yeah. Can I... Okay. You're, no, you're, you can't thaw out from this. Right. You're frozen, sorry. I can't remember her name, but it's. I think it's. Um, she's married to Marcus Mumford from Mumford and Sons. Is it? Is it? Is that the right answer? Because I know that. What's her name again? I'm, oh, I can't say anything. Kerry Mulligan. Kerry Mulligan. Can I? It. Can I come I like back Kerry in? Mulligan. It's a really good actress. <laughs> it's not Kerry Mulligan. No. Oh, right, Glenn. Okay. Scott no, Johansson. He's. he's He's frozen it. out. He has Googled it. He's frozen it? out anyway. It's has, only Emma frozen can, out. Is it Scarlett Johansson? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, well done, Emma. Really, really good. <laughs> wow, what a victory so for Emma that was. <laughs> yeah. Emphatic. No, it's, it's one point apiece. Emma and May is a draw. Glenn got nothing this time round, but the Wikipedia game will return. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Where about three weeks ago, with a simple and innocent game of Wallet Wars, it began when... Oh, yeah. This got a mention. Driven by a pang of jealousy that some of you out there had a blockbuster video card, I decided it was time for me to become a member once more and get said card so I can put it in my pared-down wallet. Just be my bank card, my access card to the building here in Golden Square, and my... Card. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we had a look around for where there were some blockbuster videos, and there were only two remaining on the face of the earth. One was in Australia, Mm -hmm. one was in the US of A. So we had a little Google, and we decided to contact the fine people of Bend, Oregon, nestled into a mountain where people go skiing, and they have microbreweries, and they really are the centre of the community. And they'd rather go out to a shop and rent a physical product with a film on it rather than just simply downloading it in seconds on their telly. They'd like to make it part of their evening is what we realised when we spoke to the general manager Sandy and Sandy sounded so lovely and she made me a member and she's going to send me the card and this was so exciting and then I thought to myself wow we should probably rent a film that would be exciting wouldn't it and we asked you guys what movie we should rent from Blockbuster Video in Bend Oregon and you all suggested that this might be a good one on the coast of Southern California you can only surf I do it in a different order. Don't worry, we're going to make love eventually. 27 banks in three years. You ready to rob that bank? Uh, We made love yet. (laughs) I'm not a crook. Patrick Swayze. Man, it makes me think twice about putting money in the bank these days. Keanu Reeves. So you think I joined the FBI to learn to stir? Point break. Adios, amigo! 100% pure adrenaline. (laughs) 
so we are very excited about so Point Break. Excited, they yeah. never explained why in that trailer they have a little snippet of former US President Richard Nixon saying, I'm not a crook. <laughs> well, there is a bit in the film where they, because they wear masks of oh. former presidents oh. of the US of A. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's got the gun and the money and Nixon famously said, I'm not a crook ahead of the Watergate scandal. Mm. So that's what that reference is. Oh. But you kind of need the visuals. I get, I get your point. <laughs> yeah. From an audio perspective, it's a little strange. It's been bothering yeah. me for a couple of weeks now. <laughs> I've only just now had the guts to bring it up. Let's uh, talk about Richard Nixon, then we're definitely going to make love, yeah? yeah. Um, so anyway, we were very excited about this. So um, whilst this is all going on, news reached us that the other blockbuster video, the one in Australia, was very sadly closing down, yeah. making Bend, Oregon, the last blockbuster video on planet Earth. And we thought, we wonder how this is affecting our new friends. So we called General Manager Sandy back, and she said there'd just been so much media attention surrounding Headlines it. around the world. Headlines around the world, Matt. Uh, we then spoke to Assistant Manager Ryan, who's an 18-year-old son, and we all just got on so well, and it was yeah. such a pleasure having him on the show. So I thought to myself, well, instead of just sending point break to us as a DVD, why don't we invite Ryan, who's 18 years of age, over to the UK to have a bit of a holiday on us, the breakfast show, mm. and then he can hand deliver point break. As we speak, Ryan has left Bend, he's flown to Seattle, he's now flying, as I say, as I speak, from Seattle to New York and then New York to London oh. to come and have some fun with us. And he is bringing the DVD. We're all so excited because he started photographing himself and it comes in that hallowed yellow and blue DVD cover. Yeah. Oh, an important thing we should point out for all the listeners, Matt. Yes, we have got a multi-region DVD player, bruv. We've Thank had... you for all of your concerns on this issue, but we did think about it and we have we've got it in hand we're, we're all sorted so Ryan's come with a DVD as you know because you guys shared so many of your own blockbuster video stories I decided to hire the Warner Brothers screening room the movie company that made Point Break and we're going to have a little soiree there drinks food it's, you know it's going to be a lovely screening on Thursday afternoon and I have one more pair of tickets to give away for you to join us we would love to do that and inspired by the trailer where you like to make love Matt yeah. uh, what we're going to do is focus on some other 90s movies and their taglines and see if you can figure out what they are. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And now it is time for the Blockbuster Video 90s movie tagline quiz. All of these are available to rent at Blockbuster Video in Bend, Oregon. Mm -hmm. Um... This is for the team and for you guys to play along at home, of course, but then I have isolated one specific tagline. If you guess that correctly and you're picked at random, then you'll be bagging the last two seats in a very special screening we're throwing for Point Break at the Warner Brothers screening rooms here in London. So your names, your buzzers. Are you ready, guys? Yeah. yeah. Can you identify the 90s movie from this tagline? The mother of all movies. <laughs> The mother of all movies. Ooh, that was short. Glenn. Oh. Glenn. Big Mama's house. Oh, it's yeah. not Big Mama's house, but I can see where you're going with that. Dyson, Big Mama's house too. <laughs> <laughs> it's incorrect, I'm afraid. Two oh. Mama, two house. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's a tough one. Is mother in the title? No. <laughs> you can't I, ask questions. I don't know it. Okay, let's find out. Hot shots. Hot shots. The mother of all movies. <laughs> Hot shots. Oh, it's yeah. hot shots, right? Yeah. I would n never heard of it. Yeah, okay, tagline's misleading there, isn't it? Let's try this one. Here we go. This time he's back for good. This time he's back Emma. for good. Emma. Terminator. 
Glenn. Go on, Glenn. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Uh, <laughs> Terminator, Terminator 2 That's half Judgment point Day. This time he's back for good. No, he wasn't. Trust yeah. me. He came back another few times when he, yeah. really, he really shouldn't have done. But big fan of Terminator 2. Okay, here we go. They were two complete opposites until something wonderful happened. I love perky Ooh. voice over Glenn. Man. Glenn. You've got mail. No. <sighs> Ooh. Went for the cheesy kind of rom-com angle, though. I can see that, but it's not its not a cheesy rom-com. Oh. Oh, it's not? No. Can we hear it again? They were two complete opposites until something wonderful happened. You hear those birds tweeting in who, the background. Who's in love who are complete opposites, according to the title of the film? Um... Well, uh, lots of people. <laughs> Turner and Hooch. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw the end of that. Is that a love story? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a buddy-buddy cop drama. Um, sleepless in Seattle? No. No, here we go. Disney's Beauty and the Beast. What? Oh, one of my faves. What Disney. an insane tagline. <laughs> <laughs> OK, and finally for you guys in the room, and hopefully those of you playing along, tell me the name of this film from its tagline. A time when the only way to uphold justice was to break the law. Mm. Glenn. Glenn. Lethal weapon. No. Unlucky. Oh, two. <laughs> no. <laughs> Three. <laughs> break the law. The only time to uphold justice was to break the law. Matt, this guy is huge in your ends. Is he? Yeah. In my ends? Yeah, yeah. What, in the, in the in, in, in rural Northamptonshire? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dyson. Emma. Robin Hood. Oh. And the... A time when the Wait. only way to uphold justice was to break the law. Can you, have you got the trial? Because I know the title on Reddit too. Oh, you just said it. Oh. Yeah, well, that was, I was playing out the reveal clip no. while you guys were arguing over the top she of it. She just said Robin Hood. Did she no, get a I'm point taking for that? Robin Hood. I, I said take... Robin Hood and Terminator, so yeah. I've probably got the most answers in this quiz. Um, mm-hmm. well, hang on, what sco- kind of scoring is this, producer Mark? You've got one for Emma, one for Matt. Oh, Glenn. Why would you play with fire like that? Uh, so the next one of those Blockbuster Video 90s movie tagline quiz will give you a chance to be at the screening. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So as promised, it's now your chance to win the last pair of tickets to our intimate screening of Point Break at Warner Brothers Screening Rooms here in London. Can you tell me which 90s film this tagline comes from? The most incredible tale of a most unusual character. Little helping hand. Other taglines from the poster included innocence is what he knows, beauty is what she sees, and his story will touch you even though he can't. The most incredible tale of a most unusual character. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Ryan, the assistant manager of the last blockbuster video on planet Earth, is currently on the final leg of his journey from Bend in Oregon. He's travelling from New York to London and he's clutching a DVD copy of Point Break and we are putting on a screening at the legendary Warner Brothers screening rooms, Matt. You are just furnishing me with a fact there. When Jack L. Warner was in London, that's where he used to go and watch films. So it's like the original. The screening room, yeah. Hallowed ground indeed. So who are we going to give them away to? Well, hoping that it's him. We've got Ben from Herne Bay on line one. Good morning to you, Ben. Morning, how are you? Very good, thank you. How are you today? 
I'm very excited now. OK, lovely. Well, listen, what we wanted you to do was identify uh, which 90s movie this was from the tagline. Here's another replay for you. The most incredible tale of a most unusual character. So there we go. Before we get your answer, Ben, uh, some others came through, Matt. Thick and fast, yeah, indeed. A lot in of them. Wrong ones include Ghost, which was a fairly good guess, I suppose. Casper, the friendly ghost. The Invisible Man. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, which we'd just done a few minutes ago, so then why we do that again. And Who Framed Roger Rabbit? All okay. incorrect. A lot of those guesses that we think were good ones were based on the fact that the other tagline on the poster was his story will touch you even though he can't. Yeah. Which movie do you think it is, Ben? I hope it's Edward Scissorhands. It is Edward Scissorhands. Yes. Well done, Ben. That's why he can't touch you. You're coming <laughs> <laughs> His story will touch you even though he can't. I thought it was Ghost. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it works. It yeah. does work, yeah, OK. Uh, so, Ben, uh, have you got any memories or any love of either Blockbuster Video or, of course, the movie Point Break? Uh, well, we used to watch it in my university flat hundreds and hundreds of times, so it was difficult when something went wrong, not pointing things and shouting, no! <laughs> <laughs> and then a friend recently, because she knew I wanted to go to the screening, gave me a slightly um, uh, a dodgy copy, a two-CD copy of Point Break. We oh. had to swap the CDs in the middle. And it had the real actors, but that's about all. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, well, Ben, we look forward to uh, having you along to the screening to watch the movie in glorious HD, all that crystal sound and all that stuff. And thank you very much indeed for tuning into the show. Thank you. Cheers, Ben. Take care. Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. A warm welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where, of course, as we know, the Hometime Boys are doing their chip shop tour. Yesterday, we spoke to Richie. They were in Edinburgh. And today, they head to the northeast. And joining us right now, because it's his turn, (laughs) is Bush. Good morning to you, Bush. Hey, how's it going? How you doing? Very good, man. Listen, thanks for talking to us because it's like, it's lads on tour, you've got your, your job doesn't start till 4pm and then there's me calling you at 7.54. Yeah. It's lovely to speak to you guys in the morning. I love that bit of music as well. I love that documentary on Netflix. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's great. The Lake Poets. Yeah. So good. Really, really good. You guys okay? We're all very good. So um, how was Edinburgh? We believe you're still there now. You're going to set off uh, to the northeast soon. Oh, yeah, we're, um, Edinburgh was fantastic. The chips were really great down in the grass market right in mm. the centre. So uh, we had uh, deep-fried haggis. Oh, lovely, yeah. Which was really good. I tried a deep-fried Mars bar for the first time in my They're life. good, aren't they? They're really good, really, really good. So uh, we were very well impressed. So it's been a really good trip to Edinburgh, and we're looking forward to cracking on to the northeast next. We saw in the video, Bush, that when you had your sip of Iron Brew, you said it made you want to take your shoes off and skid around in your socks on the floor like you are at a children's party. <laughs> I really want to do it. I really want to do it. I'm on footloose. I'm on footloose, Don. I want to skid around. Um, so the first thing we have to talk about, because I had no idea that this was part of the equation, you guys have got your own branded car. <laughs> oh, in corporate honestly, colours. Absolute yeah. radio, corporate colours. That's right. It's uh, it, it, it's straight out of the partridge textbook. This we've, yeah. we've got it. We've got it parked in the hotel car park. Someone's definitely oh. going to spray something on there. The <laughs> yeah, the worst thing is they've completely miscalculated, um, and there's no room for any of the bags. We've only got we've got an open back ute. You know, like you might have in Australia, like a ute. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so we've had to go to Halfords and buy tarpaulin and cable ties. 
<laughs> what, for producer of them? Uh, Can't you just let him in with you? Let's just chuck him in the leash. But no, we, we, it, it looks like we've committed a crime. So we're going to have to, like, tether down all of our stuff. So God knows what's going to happen today. It's ridiculous. And there's just loads of salt in the back, presumably. You're just carrying bucket loads of salt. I know, it's unbelievable. It's How so sinister. It's so know. sinister. Um, are you guys getting on well? Because obviously everybody loves the show and we know your pals, but things can change when you go on the road. It's high octane, the pressure of picking the best chip shop in all of the UK. Have you been bickering? Have you been sharing the driving? What's been going on? We've been sharing the driving. No, we've been good so far. Um, we've had a bit of a disagreement about um, bathing. Uh, Richie, oh, I, I'd no, never we... have a bath in a hotel. <laughs> Would you guys have a bath in a hotel? Would you have a bath in no, a hotel? Yeah, it I'd wouldn't be the first thing I think of. Yeah, yeah I'd Richie probably shower. Is an unusual, he has an unusual take on bathing, though, doesn't he? His position. He, does, he, he, he bathes face down in the bath. <laughs> 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 oh, he, and he puts loads of salt in there and hope he'll float. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, Bush, finally, uh, let's keep it about Richie. Do you, and be honest on The Breakfast Show, do you understand the chip index that he created, or did you create it as a duo? No, it's completely Richie's thing. Um, it, it's a very, uh, I don't know, it's a very difficult algorithm. I don't fully understand it. I'm not sure he does. But apparently it can offer a 0 to 9,000 uh, uh, accurate reading of the quality of a fish and chip shop. Yeah. OK. That's, yeah. It sounds like waffle to me, but let's yeah. go, we'll go with that. Uh, yeah. And finally, yesterday, uh, we asked you boys to get us some chippy sauce from Edinburgh. Uh, we know you've done that, so thank you very much indeed. Could you get us a corned beef patty? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I have no problem with getting us down Greg's or something like that in, uh, yeah. in Newcastle or Sunderland. Yeah, I was trying to get some of that. We'll settle for a Parmo. Parmo. Yes. yes. We'll have a Parmo as well. Um, lovely Perfect. talking to you, Bush. Send a love to Richie. Good luck today. We'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Love you guys. Thanks a lot, mate. Lots of love. Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Where we have been accused by senior figures here at the station that we don't do enough about those national days. This was after Pancake Day Gate, when I said I wouldn't be flipping any pancakes here on the show. So uh, what we decided to do was we would find a national day that's happening and we'd mention one a week. Yeah. It's, a, it's us extending the olive branch. Mm. Happy National Olive Branch Day, everyone. See? <laughs> Ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> Today is National Let's Laugh Day. So laughing is good for the soul and helps you also burn calories. Instead of laughing all the time, some people go to the gym to burn calories. Gym sounds exactly like the name. Jim. Jim is short for James. I have a friend called James Baker, who coincidentally is a cake maker. So on your National Let's Laugh Day, we're asking, does your name match your job, or do you know someone whose name does? And to get the ball rolling, uh, Matt, I'll take us back about 10 years, and you introduced me at something, I think we were at a pub, you introduced me to a friend of yours who was the head of PR, of public relations, for Pizza Hut. What was her name? Laura Topping. Laura Topping <laughs> was the head of PR for Pizza Hut. Yeah, she could get you any topping you wanted. Incredible. Is she still there? No, she left a long time ago. Oh, OK. Laura Topping. I wonder what... I'm not sure she went, what she went into. Another the ice pizza cream brand, business. hopefully, yeah. She's got a Mr Whippy van, I don't Possibly, know. Possibly, yeah. Who knows? Um, Emma Jones, do you know anyone whose name fits their job? Yeah, my favourite is Tam Fry, who works for the National Obesity Forum. <laughs> really? Yeah. Tam Fry. It was a calling. Glenn. <laughs> Um, I went to university with a medical student who was going to become, when he graduated, Dr. Payne. 
Uh, Should have been a wrestler. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Happy National Let's Laugh Day for a whole pile of convoluted reasons. We're asking, does your name match your job or do you know someone who's does? By the way, this is called nominative determinism. Uh, It's a theory that people tend to gravitate towards areas of work that fit their names. Uh, The term was first used in The New Scientist in 1994 after the magazine's feedback column noted several studies carried out by researchers with remarkably fitting surnames. Uh, Two examples were they included a polar exploration by Daniel Snowman (laughs) and and an article on urology by a researcher named Weedon. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, I know a violin teacher named Mr Fiddler. There's a funeral director's in Dewsbury, Dave, and he's called Eric Box. (laughs) (laughs) Paul from Osset. This is Jack from Glasgow. The janitor in my school was named Angus McBroom. (laughs) (laughs) We thought you'd got to be pulling our leg, Jack, but we've had a little look and Angus McBroom's on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Angus McBroom, born to do it. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's National Let's Laugh Day. So we're asking, does your name match your job? Or do you know someone who does? Well, it turns out you do. Dave, my hubby works for a car crash safety company and he works with someone called Rex Hedges. (laughs) (laughs) From Claire in Brum. Good morning, Claire. Decades ago, Dave, I was on a management course of some description. A lady on the course sold window blinds for John Lewis. Her name? Venetia. Really? We made her bring in her passport the next day to prove it. (laughs) I recall her parents named her after the city she was conceived in from Colin Adlam. Thank you, Colin. When I worked for a very big company in the department that makes e-book readers, there was a guy there called Mr Bookless. (laughs) (laughs) That's from Bryony in Peterborough. Dave, I work in the NHS and I have worked in the past with Dr Cream, who's a dermatologist, (laughs) says Theresa Douglas. Good morning, Dave and the team. My dentist is called Jennifer Smiley. Oh, Her mum's called wow. Pearl. Honestly, oh. James in Falkirk. I was taught to drive by Mr Parkin <laughs> from Sean on Twitter. Oh, amazing. Um, and we give the final word to this on our boss who's come leaping through the studio door to reveal that whilst he was at school, it sounds like it was a child's card game where he went to school in Scunthorpe. His music teacher was Mrs Tune. His home ec teacher was Mrs. Cook. His biology teacher was Mrs. Organ. <laughs> and his CDT teacher, ask your parents, was Mr. Wood. <laughs> Unbelievable. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Oh, go on, Matt. Tell us what's going on. Well, Army, socially. OK, with all the trending topics. First up, uh, Janet Jackson is editing Real Life. You may have seen this in your timelines. Uh, she was on the uh, official poster for Glastonbury when the full lineup was unveiled. And she was uh, fifth on the lineup after headliners The Killers, The Cure, Stormzy, and then Kylie, then Janet Jackson. But on Janet Jackson's own official Twitter page, uh, she got some of her people to edit it and to uh, sort of Photoshop it 
so that her name was first on the list. What, even, ahead of the killers? Ahead of everyone else, yeah. Wow. She's the main act, that's all. They pushed her up into the middle, so she kind so of umbrellas she looks all like, of the others. Yeah, she looks like she's the main headliner, even though she is not the main headliner. OK. Just outrageous. She can't baby. be the first time that that's I happened. seem to remember some other people doing it in a more of a subtle way, but to put yourself right at the top, I mean, the nerve. Nudge yourself above Kylie if you yeah, want to. Yeah, fair mm. enough, fair but enough. But you can't go all the way. Amazing. Uh, staying with music, uh, MySpace. F- well, first up, MySpace is still still exists. That's, I suppose, the big I headline. Didn't, didn't Justin Timberlake buy it? And isn't it his Yeah, now? it's been owned by various that? different right. people. Yeah, and... <laughs> I was having a conversation with someone about this yesterday, <laughs> and they went... And didn't Justin Timberlake own Napster as well? And then we realised we were confused with his character that he plays oh, in the yeah. social network. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a very yeah. grey area. That's right. right yeah. But I think the actual human, Justin Timberlake, owned my Does space. Right. Not a character yeah. he's played. I'm yeah. not 100% sure. Yeah, and he was also King Arthur. No, Shrek III. I'm King Shrek, sorry. <laughs> he was animated for a while, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, um, what's, well, what's happened with it? Sorry. Well, that, various people have owned it over the years, yeah. right? When it, from after it was huge. And uh, the company that own it now, Meredith Corp. They were doing a, uh, they were just doing a, a migration, a server migration. I mean, we're all yeah. familiar with. Well, I've server actually got one of those straight after the show today. So if you could wrap this <laughs> yeah, up, great, yeah. <laughs> and they accidentally lost all of the music that was oh, uploaded no. from the first twelve no. years Back of up, MySpace people. existing. Back up. Over fifty million songs from fourteen million artists between the year of uh, years of two thousand three and twenty fifteen has all been lost. It's irretrievable. It's never going to be heard again. So there's some rare Arctic monkeys in there. Yeah, all, like, all those bands that made their name on there. Lily Allen made their name on there. You know, all gone. Music's gone forever. Producer Mark was in a band. Wow, well, that's again. the most disturbing one. <laughs> the Com Com Commas. We're desperately searching for pictures. How many like collective sighs of relief were there from people who like released bad songs on MySpace yeah. and then couldn't access their accounts for years to delete them? Yeah, they must Actually, be so relieved. Well, that's it's why producer Mark drinking champagne right now. It's probably a good thing for everyone, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, there's one other thing for you this morning. Uh, an interesting little uh, scenario posed by a writer called Toby Wilson. A football-based conundrum uh, that he's set, which is a very interesting one. OK, cool. uh, it, The question is, would you play for the club you are a fan of mm-hmm. if you're exactly as good as you are now in real life? You'll make them worse and probably single-handedly be why they lose everything every week you're guaranteed to start every game and the fans will hate you but you get £30,000 a week yeah I'll do it <laughs> 30 grand there, a week. there are actual professional football players doing that to clubs up and down the line. There are, yeah, but they're not necessarily fans. But no, there are. Your... Like, there's people on a like, hundred times that amount. Yeah. Of <laughs> it's your team, your favourite team. Think you're how desperate. many people are going to hate you. Yeah, exactly. The abuse you get every single game. Oh, well, I've, I've been, been thinking attendances. That's like eighteen people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went for no. I'd go mad. Yes. I yeah. I think I also the greater good here. I mean, my own personal wealth is one thing, but I really Forest have been out of the Premier League for nearly twenty years. I'm so desperate for them to go up that I think I wouldn't want to do it. Funny, there were more professional footballers who thought like you, Matt. Don't you? <laughs> yeah, I go, love no, thing. no, I love my club. But you'd go, yes, bring the hate. Then, no, yeah? no, I suppose no. it doesn't make much difference for Charlton, will it? Oh, <laughs> that's nice. Oh, Hang on a no, second. No, you're in the playoffs. Plus, do you know? <laughs> I think I could probably bring something to the team. <laughs> really, yeah. A winning oh. smile. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> don't, don't 
donuts. <laughs> yeah. Little Friday treats. Yeah, it might work out. Um, OK, thanks for that, Matt. Yes, so there you go. There's your social ammo. I am serving at the deli counter of social media. So grab a ticket. Let me feed you. <laughs> Very Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Now, the current edition, available to download from all the usual places of the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Daily Podcast, is our 100th. Oh. We have reached 100 episodes wow. of the Daily Podcast. Special so which moment. means the one that accompanies this broadcast this morning will be Podcast 101. Uh, and one of the things that we've enjoyed most about the podcast was when a listener got in touch saying that they accidentally sat on their device and it started to play at half speed, making us all sound a little bit tipsy. And we have a great example of it right now from about ten past six this morning where Matt Dyson got all confused about raisins versus sultanas versus currants and uh, this is what went down. And it never really occurred to me. (laughs) There are raisins, currants... And sultanas. I knew you were going to say that. They're different. All very similar, virtually exactly the same. What's the difference between them? I think one of them is based on red and green grapes that they are dried grapes, obviously, aren't they? That's what they are. But raise that there's three, and I'm not sure what makes them different. I've got to put out the whole podcast isn't set at that speed. It's just little sections of it from time to time. That's horrible. A raisin and a sultana are produced from the same grape, the Thompson seedless. The only difference is the way they are dried. A raisin is dried naturally, whilst a sultana is dipped in vegetable oil, acid, and then dried. Yes. Currants are the dried berries of the small, sweet, seedless grape, uh, the black corinth, uh, commonly grown in Zante, Greece, which is why they are called Zante currants in the oh, US of A. Grape knowledge. Download that podcast. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Wordplay. 20 past nine on your Tuesday morning. Inspired by the Wikipedia game we played just after 6.30 where a pet cougar became popular on social media because it was named after Lionel Messi. And today also, Armando, the pigeon, has sold for £1 million. It's been drawn comparisons to Lionel Messi. Mm. Fleet of foot and, well, wing. So today, we want to smash together zoo and football. Yes. Zoo a footballer, I have struggled. OK. I've struggled bad. Oh, no. <laughs> Just to let uh, you know. It's not as bad as you think sometimes. It is, because I came up with Wayne Babooney and I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself great. For no. I've got Dingo Maradona. <laughs> great. Yeah. Brazilian Harry Redneed Spider Nap. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. And Ollie Gunner Vulture. <laughs> Fast Not bad. Yeah. Thanks, okay. guys. You're always here to support me. I love that. Matt Dyson, what you got? Uh, Liverpool striker Roberto Flamingo. <laughs> that doesn't really work. <laughs> the former Fulham winger, Luis Boamorte Constrictor. Very good. And uh, Giraffa Benitez. Hi, Giraffa Benitez. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Good stuff. Great. Emma Jones, what you got? I got Kangarooney. Oh, yes. Ah, yes. Lion pigs. Although, do they have pigs on the farm? Should I have just done lion kids? Sure. Oh, they have oh, a children's right. farm within a zoo. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's good. And uh, Pelephant. Oh, Pele fruits. That's good too. It's really good. Glenn, what you got? Clopperdile. <laughs> uh, Pascal Chimpanda. Adam Lalama. And uh, oh, they all course. play for the uh, Spanish side Gorilla Real. Oh, yes. <laughs> David Woodpecker. Um, from Craig on the M11. Good morning, Craig. Seal Madrid from Andy and Brentwood. Deli Alley Gator oh, from Robin Cardiff. 
Stingray Parlour. I'm Paul Incy Wincy Spider. <laughs> Stingray Parlour, lovely. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. So one dear listener mused that paper plates are the jogging bottoms of the plate world. Craig and Cambridge says, I disagree with the paper plate comparison. Paper plates are used for what they are designed for, whereas jogging bottoms are typically reserved for the opposite of their name. For example, they are often used for hungover Sundays or as soon as I get home from work. Yeah, from point. Craig. Good there we go. Point, yeah. And now we move on to raisins versus sultanas versus currants. Oh, have we got an answer? A raisin and a sultana are produced from the same grape, the Thompson Seedless. Ooh. The only difference in the way they are dried... Oh, is in the way they are dried. A raisin is dried naturally, but the sultana is dipped in vegetable oil and acid and then oh, dried. what? Who knew? Who Currants wants a sultana? are the dried berries of the small, sweet, seedless grape Black Corinth. Wow. They are normally grown in Zante, Greece, oh. hence why they are called Zante currants in the US of A. Well, I never. That's a very thorough answer to my question. Brilliant. Producer Mark didn't even know that uh, sultanas, raisins or currants came from grapes. Wait, hang on he just th- thought that fruit grew naturally. Like these little dry shrivels. <laughs> these little dry shrivels. Sorry, getting get the list of stuff that producer Mark doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Farewell. Thank you for tuning into the show. We'll be back tomorrow at 6am live as we are every weekday morning. Um, now, yesterday's podcast was episode 100. Um, it was entitled My Uni Brown Baby, My Bogey Eating Wife. <laughs> <laughs> and the small... What a way to mark the occasion. <laughs> And uh, episode 101, which you can download from all the usual places, will be inspired by Glenn's statement, eating a full roast dinner off a paper plate makes you feel alive. Yes. Which I'm sure it does. <laughs> As I say, we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks once again for tuning in. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.